गोढ़ एंड देन गोढ़ मतलब प्रविष्ट इट्स गॉन इन टू हाइडिंग वेर इन साइड योर ओन वैल्यूशन इट इज हाइडिंग इट हैज टू बी यू नो डिस्कवर्ड सो टू स्पीक बिकॉज इट इज You know those raga dveshas are eclipsing like they are the raga and dvesha are like Rahu and Ketu. They are eclipsing the very you know presence of the Lord. And then so from uh, Durdarsha, difficult to see, not objectifiable. Gudha, you know hidden. Gudha manu pravishtam. It's gone into a hiding place. You know Guha hita. Guha here is the dark cave. Difficult to access K, which is what your own buddhi. Guha is buddhi always, because like the cave, it is dark. There are stalactites and stalagmites of doubt and despair. You know, and then there are stalactites of doubt, stalagmites of despair, bats of yaparita bhavana. You know, flying around. And the cave of the buddhi is a scary place until Bhagavan is recognized as sitting right there. And because Bhagavan is not recognized, one feels lonely, one feels afraid. So guha hitam, and then gahvareshtha. Gahvareshtha means vishameetishthati. In all difficult situations, it is Bhagavan alone. So more difficulties mean more blessing of Bhagavan. Yes. So if you have a lot of difficulties in life, Bhagavan is embracing you. It is very close to you. This is where this is the only way to look at it. So this way you see that you know that is why you don't have this belief that God is only good. Then what is the bad thing, so to speak? Whatever you consider bad, it cannot be outside of Bhagavan. It is also Bhagavan only. So that which is neither good nor bad or that which transcends notions of subjective notions of good and bad what is that bhagavan you know so gahvareshtam this is this is from the uh, uh, and kathopanishad the second line is also nice adhyatma vidyadhiramena devam matva dhiro harsha shokau jahati dhira here is adhikari The one who is qualified for this knowledge gives up the gives up what the alternative cycles of you know shoka and harsha you know ecstasy and agony are given up you know in the wake of this knowledge because there is a there is a you know there is no addiction to any kind of a yo yo life uh, based on you know contact with finite sources of happiness because one is in touch with oneself as limitless that infinite limitless brahman and so arsha shokau ubhav jahati gives up that addiction to small small happiness and then the crash that happens afterwards you know in the form of sorrow and uh, uh, you know adhyatma vidya adhigamena adhyatma vidya is vedanta adhigamena through the internalization so one sees the sorrow and difficulties in perspective because of internalizing this teaching completely adhyatma vidya adhigamena devam matva atva natva devam means that self effulgent consciousness this very being knowing this being this you know all you know sorrow is gone so नमः कार्तिकाय च गहपरेष्ठाय च 
they acknowledge that there are difficulties and that Bhagavan is residing in the difficulties as the very nature of the difficulties, you know. So, one, you know, the first level of uh, maturity is to understand what? That Bhagavan is, uh, you know, giving the difficulties, karma phala data, you know, and then as karma phala data. But the second level of growth is to say that those very difficulties are non separate from Bhagavan, you know. And what is the third level? To see the mithyatvam of the difficulties. So, that is the, uh, that is what the, the, the thing is. Okay. Now, then what's the next one? Yeah. Harada is a deep uh, depth of water, deep body of water like ocean, you know. That which obtains there is called Hradaya, you know. Uh, and there uh, you say Namaha to all the deep sea creatures that are still being discovered. In fact, if you look at uh, some National Geographic pictures, they look very, very weird. And sometimes they release these, you know, things, these photos. Yeah, how they were able to take the photos itself is amazing, you know. Yeah, because the atmospheric pressure is so you know, different that even you have to have special cameras because whatever is gone there will you know, go bad, will shatter. But they have some deep sea things and then uh, they are all very iridescent because there is no light that reaches there. And then uh, you know they don't have eyes because they don't, there is nothing to see because it's all you know it's all dark and the sunlight doesn't reach there very you know and then so. Since the sunlight doesn't reach there, they have other ways of seeing. You know, they have other tentacles and body parts. Each one looks more vichitra than the other. You know, each one looks stranger than the other. And then this is this is what uh, you know. This is what is the whole situation. Very uh, you know beautiful. So in all those deep, hard to find bodies of water, where even creatures thrive, vegetation thrives. There is all kinds of different things somehow. And uh, you know, it defies logic, and that is Bhagavan. And Nivesh Pyaracha means dew drops and uh, you know, fog, etc. The one that obtains in dew drops. Dew drops can be very beautiful if you go for a morning walk and you see the flowers and the leaves, you know, with little drops, uh, you know, that has condensed from the atmosphere. Very beautiful. And so, the one that obtains in the form of dew drops and in the fog and everything. And some uh, plants thrive only on dew drops. They need very little water. And they are called air plants, some kind of cactuses. You do, they don't need earth either, you know. I have seen. So it's a little thing that comes in a glass bowl. Looks a little like a little cactus but no thorns. And it has roots but it doesn't need. You should not put it in earth. It will die. And then once a week you just take, dip your hands in water and you shake off the excess water and little bit of water you spray on it. That's all it needs. So Bhagavan in the form of this, you know, in, in all these very subtle forms, Radayagacha, Niveshpyagacha, you know, and then Pamsavyagacha, Rajasyagacha, Pamsavyagacha means all invisible things, 
that cannot be seen by the uh, you know Bhagavan in the form of invisible things uh, that are not seen by the na uh, naked eye. You need some microscopes and some viruses are so small that you need a very powerful microscope to see them. But yet Bhagavan is there. Why? Because it is capable of creating havoc. No. <laughs> you know, viruses are so, what should I say, they, they are so ubiquitous, so small, so all pervasive. They, they are creating great problems and you can't even see them. They don't even know where they are. And uh, you know, like new, new things are there now. And now there is this new uh, horror from China. And they are wondering if it is, yeah, they are wondering if it is to be considered a global epidemic or whatever, you know. Yeah. And, you know, it has been coronated as coronavirus. <laughs> and it is completely, yeah. It is, it is, you know, in one day you get pneumonia, one day you get fever, second day suddenly it goes into the lungs and then many people are, you know, it is fatal for many people, especially young ones and people with immune systems that are compromised. Suddenly, and you know, before, uh, if there was any kind of, uh, you know, like even in the uh, olden days, we had that uh, great London plague, etc., that was bad, you know, in the 1500s, but it was still, you know, since the travel was not so much, mm. you know, yeah, it was, it was more localized and nobody would go there and then it would just be an epidemic and then uh, it would go. But now you can go from, you know, one place to another and uh, time zones, you can, you can board the flight at lunch get to the next place by breakfast, you know, on the same day. So like this, <laughs> yeah, because of the time differences, it's possible. And so, because of this, you know, there is uh, a lot of, uh, you know, boundaries have been obfuscated between countries. It's funny because this is the time of lot of boundaries in terms of, you know, people feeling very possessive about their nations and their boundaries and everything. Mm -hmm. But these, you know, Bhagavan in the form of Aam Savya, you know, does not know any boundaries. Happily from China, he has come to US and he has, you know, yeah, one, one case was discovered here. Yeah. Didn't have to get his visa stamp. Didn't have to go to the American consulate. Think about it. Didn't have to stand in line and get a visa. You know, are you a terrorist? No. I'm, <laughs> I'm so small. How I can cause any terror? Look at me. You know, I'm so small, so cute. You know, because not, not of these bugs. You look under the microscope. They look so beautiful. Yeah. It's nice to watch them. Not nice to be infected, but nice to watch them from afar. And then you see the pictures of all these deadly, deadly viruses. And they are so cute, so beautiful. There is absolute symmetry. Some of them are neon. They are, you know, giving giving out colors. And what colors? You know, pink and purple matching colors. You know, yeah. And like this, very nice. You know, 
very nicely outfitted and you know designer colors very nice and you know without visa it has come no problem you know same thing with that other one that came from africa what is that zika ebola zika ebola all those things no and then you know and then they teach bhagwan teaches in the form of these small small things bhagwan teaches a lot bhagwan advances science so at first they thought once you get ebola you are immune for ebola until the same person got ebola two times there was one case and then they had to question that meaning that this is not easy to know the smaller the thing is the harder it is to find out any information about this and so these these microbes you know you cannot underestimate them and then there is another one the mosquito most of these are mosquito borne and then there is one more one is dengue dengue yes very you know very strange yeah it's like having 10 flus at once now terrible 10 flus at once and uh, so like this and the effects last you know for for months sometimes up to a year and so like this and then you know then again in the beginning they thought once somebody gets dengue then they are immune to it you know so they thought okay you know doesn't matter have you know the person who has dengue is blessed by bhagavan not to have it again but that's not the case if you get dengue if somebody gets dengue they are immune only to that particular version of dengue there are four versions yeah the other three iterations of dengue one is you know game it's game anybody's game so these the, this is all you know the, the viruses are all supposedly new or we they were there and we didn't have the way to measure them and look at them so now they are new to us and then they are new to us because you know we didn't know that they were there before and now the question comes why is bhagavan in the coming in these new new forms why is bhagavan coming in these all these new forms because you know medicine has advanced we can keep people alive long after lord yama has you know dispelled you know and sometimes you don't know whether the person is technically alive or not we have two criteria for death much to lord yama's chagrin okay one is brain death where there is no brain activity and the heart may keep on going on or something but the person is you know not able to to sustain this and they say that the heart will also stop at some point but the brain has first died and then there is of course the the regular criteria criterion of death which is the heart stopping so this is you know very difficult lotus which is kind of a lot of gray zones you know and then if somebody is in a vegetative state and is brain dead but pregnant then there are all these rights of unborn children rights and so many times they keep this you know shava going with life support everything etc in the hope that the baby will survive and you know so they so they keep it as a you know they keep the body of the person who has 
you know, who is brain dead to be an incubator for the baby. So like this, always there are, it, it is very full of litigation and all kinds of things. And so here we have uh, advanced medically so much that you can resuscitate people that have gone, correct? You can bring them back with all these various things, with shock, electric shock, etc. You can bring them back, life support, you can keep them going. And Lord Rama is very frustrated. He says, I thought my job was very easy in the past. Now in Kali Yuga, as the medical sciences, you know, improve, now my job is very, very difficult. I thought I have snatched somebody, but then they slip and go away. <laughs> they go back and my job, you know, is harder. So, Lord Yama approached Bhagavan for increase in pay. Yeah, I need a, I need a raise, you know. <laughs> Because this is a hair-raising situation. I definitely need a raise. I'm not having any job satisfaction. What are you doing to me? You know? Bhagavan said, Shanti, don't worry. You know? Be calm. Be peaceful. You know? I will come in the form of these, you know, these ubiquitous, hard-to-see, invisible things. And, you know, and take out lots of people at once. So that it's easy for you. <laughs> yeah. So, so that it's your job is easier now. See, don't worry. You know? So that's how Bhagavan got out of giving a pay raise to Lord Yama. So goes the story. Okay. So, Namaf Pagum Pam Samyaya and Rajasya. Rajasya means the small, small things like in the dust, in the dust bunny that you, you know, sweep up and then throw away. What is your, what are you throwing away? Presence of Bhagavad, all small, small things are there. Things that you can see, you know, the little things that creep, crawl and whatnot and whatnot. So, all these things, you know, what is there? Bhagavan alone is there. Again, these two are nice, you know, these opposites are brought so that your mind goes beyond the opposites. So, Shushkyaya in every dry things. So, there is dry wood, there is dry grass, things that are flammable, you know, like uh, we saw in the, uh, in the California fire, Australian fires, we saw that everything that is dry catches fire so quickly. So, in everything that is devoid of water, what is that? You know, Bhagavan alone is there. So, you know, in dry leaves, etc., also dry meaning, you know, the things is that dry meaning that which has, which is dead. You know, we think inanimate dead things, you know, what is there? Bhagavan alone is there. So, Shushkyayaja, Haritvyayaja. Then, of course, you know, by contrast, in every greenery, in all the foliages that are green, everything, Bhagavan alone shines and uh, moves in the gentle breeze, giving oxygen. The, you know, the trees are very precious to us because they give oxygen. They increase the oxygen level. And so that nurturing aspect of Bhagavan is given. And even the dry things nurture. Like in the winter, you can use the firewood to keep warm, etc. So, this Shushkyaracha, Haritya, then Lokyaracha, 
ಭಗವಾನ್ ಇನ್ ದಾರ್ಮ್ North Dakota, bad lands. There is one bad land. It's literally bad land because nothing can grow. It's some kind of igneous rocks or something like that from some long ago volcano. Nice, whatever, you know, colors are there and everything. So bad land and some certain other places. And there is one uh, uh, Ravana Samudra in uh, near Manasarovar. anybody have gone yeah you have gone you went to that ravana samudra yeah so in this ravana is called ravana samudra it's not a samudra it's a lake it's a big lake yeah yeah it's also called ravana samudra rakshastal talad or rakshastal you know so it's called the lake of the asuras because everything is dead nothing can grow in or around this yeah and then you also have in the jordan what is that dead sea yeah so much salt it has that you know indian would love to go there because, <laughs> because you know indian people cannot swim even if they were paid to swim and so here you just throw yourself in the water even if you don't know how to swim you know even if you are frightened of the water suddenly you bob up you know because there is so much salt that it is impossible to sink nothing can sink and also nothing can grow so these are all called lokyah bhagavan in the form of these areas which are again wonderful natural areas where nothing grows the whole idea is to not have any kind of you know only thing where things grow that is bhagavan and then where things don't grow there is a bhagavan no no sasti so we are you know we are eliminating through this anuvaka and of course the previous uh, it's already started earlier you know this whole in the eighth one also the latter half of the eighth one uh, we are eliminating this dwandvas these dyadic you know mental categorization of good and bad and then the good one is where bhagavan resides and the bad one you know that's why we name it rakshasa samudra and things like that you know yeah so it's not rakshasa it's all bhagavan because of our own uh, ignorance they have named it ravana samudra or rakshastal etc this is what the whole thing nothing grows you know even if you put go take some miracle grow and put there and you know it will not grow <laughs> so this is uh, you know 
South Carolina full of that and uh, what is Florida full of that and you know South Carolina had a very close encounter of the alligator kind and uh, I was you know we, I, there was a conference again in a marshy place it was, it was a kind of a resort center where we, we had to stay and there were all these bodies of water and then you know I was walking in between the pathways. And then, you know, from far I saw, I only saw his face, the rest of him was submerged. So, you know, he looked at me, I looked at him and he didn't look dangerous. He was somewhere there in the body of water. His head also was a body of water and I was happily walking in between, you know. And then suddenly he decided, he or she, decided to go see what the other body of water, what the other little pond was like. And he crossed right in front of me and when he came out of the water his size was just you know yeah feet long yeah at least 12 feet you know and the way he lashed his tail and it was just you know millimeters away from my foot yeah so then you know this is this was something uh, quite interesting because there was no place to go you had to <laughs> you can't say wait I'm going to cross over your tail no such thing yeah you, you had to stand there you know there was no place to go behind also in fact I didn't even think of going behind I may have stepped back a little bit to give him room and uh, he just you know he made a huge noise because he's big huge fellow and he went to the other marsh and was happily bobbing up and down there. He wanted to show, he wanted to give darshan. That's all. <laughs> he meaning Bhagavan wanted to give darshan. Yeah. Because in that place, there were all these alligators, they were harmless, we were told. You know, don't worry about them. They are harmless and they mind their own business. You know, except when you are in the way of them going to the other side. Even here, he was only focused on going to the other side. He didn't even want to look at me or see what is there. Nothing. He just went to the other side very quickly. So these marshy places, again, are, you know, like grounds for so many new kinds of jivas. And these new jivas are what? You know, they are troubling jivas, marshy places. Where, you know, and also marshy places, you have some invisible things that fester such as viruses, bacteria, etc. also like to live in certain, you know, hot, marshy places. So that too is Bhagavan alone. And then again, the, uh, you know, this Lohpyayaja, Ulapyayaja, it's a nice alliteration there. These two can also be taken metaphorically. So that which is hidden from, uh, you know, where nothing grows, 
you know that is you know those areas are far away and hidden from view but nothing grows there you know so those uh, uh, that can be seen you know with metaphorically you can say that those areas in the heart where you know which are cleaned of all what is that ragadveshas ragadveshas don't grow there ah. so so that is again with the grace of bhagavan and where there are very few ragadveshas where the ragadveshas are taken care of things don't grow you know drudges don't grow you know uh, enmity doesn't grow fear doesn't grow so all that area it's a very you know uh, sacred and celebrated things you know that is very nice and then we have the other one which is the marshy areas which is you know difficult to reach and full of scary things which is the unconscious mind so uh, lokpya is the conscious mind here and then you can say and then unconscious mind in the marshy areas which you don't even know what all is there under the surface and it comes and surprises you like this alligator did and then it needs to be you know those emotions alligator like emotions that catch you when you are least you know suspecting it and this is what happened to adi shankara also you know eight year old boy the, the crocodile catches the leg and uh, you know it was a reminder for vairagya and so like this you know the unconscious mind is 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 always uh, what is that you know hmm. compared to these marshy swampy places their emotions are not cleaned up they fester but their unconscious mind is also bhagavan the ability to take care of it is also bhagavan you know we are not trying to get rid of the unconscious mind we are trying to integrate it you know into the whole and see that and not let it trouble the person that is what we are trying to do and then lokayacha yeah urvyaj actually it should be urvyaj urvi means urvi is earth but urvyaj the dirgha is chandasa it is vedic usage poetic license yeah chandasam you say whenever you know you don't try to correct the veda and say you know that even in that uh, uh, other place you get you know atma yanamaha you know there is no such word atma here should be atmane namaha but you don't go correcting the veda because it is otherwise if you start correcting the grammar in the veda then the shraddha for it will be gone that's why wherever there is shraddha there should be no dosha darshanam yeah so this is a little segue to evening class <laughs> yeah so shraddha means there is no dosha darshan so if you start finding fault the shraddha immediately goes down so to keep the attitude going and so they we have an explanation for any kind of irregularities irregular usages in the grammar as chandasa poetic license for the rishi who channeled that veda so it should be urvyage the one that obtains in the earth as the plants as the minerals as everything you know as the atmosphere as the tectonic plates as the water as you know the earth just sustains everything and so surnyaacha waves you know the waves that crash against the you know banks uh, you know the, the the shore and waves that kiss your feet when you go and uh, want to you know 
when you want to just uh, greet the ocean and the ocean greets you back by touching your feet and so this is all all these waves and then there are many kinds of waves there is small little pleasant waves that bob up and down then there is a breaker then there is surf and then finally there is tsunami and then there is rip tides and then those uh, what are they called currents whirlpools huh? whirlpools rip tides currents you know all of them are uh, you know uh, described uh, in detail in the dhyana shloka of the bhagavad gita which one is that you know hmm the velakulas etc you know duryodhana is avartini and <laughs> so all these things they these are uh, you know these are all bhagavan only the sneaky waves drip tides undercurrents whirlpools you know that catch unsuspecting swimmers because their prarabdha is up you know bhagava <laughs> yes and oh and then there is a new phenomenon new means newly discovered and in a certain place i don't know where in the straits somewhere in europe there are square shaped waves it really looks so there is water and then there is a raised edge in perfect squares and somebody sent me a photo not a photo a video so you could just see it and uh, and of course big signs don't go swimming here <laughs> very deadly so square shaped waves and it happens uh, certain times of the year and in some place somewhere in uh, you know uh, south of europe and uh, very dangerous apparently and so this is what is called urjaya surya ja yeah and then again those next two are together paranyagacha everything that is leafy and parnashad parnashad means the shedding parnashad yeah and <laughs> you know i love it when that happens you know <laughs> english and sanskrit coming together so where uh, the leaves are there you know the, that which obtains in the leaves bhagavan that which obtains in the shedding of the leaves the autumn season you know sharada ritu very very you know sacred lot of festivals come at that time and it's a good time you know only we will say that shedding of the leaves is a good time you know in america they start and western countries they start feeling sad that the leaves are gone you know so that means winter is coming it's a terrible time thankfully we don't have such winters and so we are not uh, we take it you know we take it in stride when the leaves fall in fact when the leaves fall it's a time of going inward that's why sharada ritu is is uh, you know is uh, a time of going uh, inward and that's how the name of goddess sharada comes sharada goddess is the goddess of knowledge why is she a goddess of knowledge because when all the leaves fall you know that antakarna which is not um, you know which is not outwardly focused and which is which has dropped all the uh, what is that addiction to various things finite ends in life is ready for this knowledge yeah. and uh, and even when you give a blessing live long and they say may you see a hundred autumns yeah.
So the heart of is very uh, celebrated. It's not something to be mourned because when the outward uh, world, you know, see, you know, what as as out, what is ever is outside is also within because this is all connected. So you know, when the outside world is getting ready for the winter, when nature is getting ready to drop everything, all her beauty and dawn and inner beauty. So this is a time, a, a, a reminder to go inside oneself and see what all is there and you know, a time of no alankara or very little outside alankara and you take the time to uh, do inner alankara. You know, you embellish yourself with shamagama etc. and those become your ornaments. You embellish yourself with the Mahavakya that becomes your Chudamani, you know, the head of it. So like that, Parnyavacha, Parnashadhyavacha, right? yeah. So it's like Shivaha plus Aham. What does it become? Shivoham, yeah. Now there is a Sanghi there. So, Namaha Apaguramanavacha. Apaguramanaha means the one that has his hand raised. Why is the hand raised? Is Bhagavan asking a question? No. Because <laughs> that's when people raise the hands. <laughs> no. Hand is raised because the, the Ujjatakara is because the Ayudha is there. Weapon is there. Yeah. So the one that has the hand raised with the weapon there is called Paguramanaha. Unto him, Namaha, because you know what is he getting ready to do, we know very well. What is he getting ready to do? Strike at people who need their karma phala, you know, to be given to them. So he is ready to give out karma phalas, and that involves, you know, sharp uh, weaponry. And so here, you know, he was photographed with the hand raised with the weapon <laughs> and onto that photo, onto that picture, you know, of Bhagavan ready to give this karma phala to people, you know, apaguru, apagura manaya namaha. And again it is abhignat, abhignate namaha. Abhignat is the one that is ready to kill, the ready to strike, you know, the one that strikes is called abhignat, you know, abhignate. Asmai Namaha. So the one that is uh, ready with the hand raised with the weapon and then the one that is striking with that same weapon, you know, so that all these, uh, you know, the Duryodhanas of the world have to be taken care of. Because otherwise all the sadhus have a very hard time. You know, people who are following dharma are sadhus because they are not trying to harm anybody and they are just trying to, you know, live a life that is dharmic and, uh, you know, and is, you know, dedicated to Bhagavan and they are, you know, going about their lives in a, in a, in a way that is tandem to the laws, in tandem with the laws of Bhagavan and they need to be, you know, they need to be nurtured and, uh, and then because they are not out to get anybody else. So therefore, they, they are harmless and they are not willing to harm others. And so therefore, you know, the promise in the Bhagavad Gita, Vadagadahi Dharmasya, Glanir Bhavati Bharata. And then, 
ಕೊಡ್ತಿಲ್ಲಿದ್ದು ಯದಾ ಯದಾ ತದಾ ತದಾ ಪರಿತ್ರಾಣಾಯ ಸಾಧೂನಾಂ ವಿನಾಶಾಯ ದುಷ್ಕೃತ ವಿನಾಶಾಯ ದುಷ್ಕೃತ ಮೀನ್ಸ್ ಹಿಯರ್ ಸೊ ದಿಸ್ ಅಭಿಜ್ಞತ್ ಭಗವಾನ್ ಇನ್ ದ ಫಾರ್ಮ್ ಆಫ್ ಅಭಿಜ್ಞತ್ ಈಸ್ ದ ಒನ್ ಹೂ ಈಸ್ ರೆಡಿ ಟು ಟೇಕ್ ಔಟ್ ಏನೋ ಫ್ರಮ್ ದ ಜಗತ್ ಇನಿಮಿಕಲ್ ಎಲಿಮೆಂಟ್ಸ್ ದಟ್ ಆರ್ ನಾಟ್ ಯುನೋ ದಟ್ ಆರ್ ಟೆರರೈಸಿಂಗ್ ದ ಯೂನಿವರ್ಸ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ಆರ್ ನಾಟ್ ರೆಡಿ ಟು ಬಿ ಇನ್ ಟ್ಯಾಂಡಮ್ ವಿತ್ ಭಗವಾನ್ and that's why we have avatars you know various avatars that's one way but then bhagwan doesn't need to come as an avatar you know he can just come as some something that will you know eliminate all these things this is what the whole thing is so abhignateja aasamantat you know akhidate aasamantat khedayati you know and then prakarshena khedayati no this is what it is the one that completely uh, gives all kinds of difficulties you know asamanta and then prakarshena or specific difficulties one is general difficulties you know and the sorrow the one is the cause of that and then the other one is specific difficulties based on each one's you know uh, what is that karma phala combo there is a karma phala combo for everyone it's like you go to the restaurant and there is combo meals you know and because they make it easy for you you know so you can have dal roti and one sabji one combo or you you know if you are not if, if you just want something else that's not very healthy but uh, uh, indulgent you can have samosas and something else one more combo so the karma phalas also come in various combos you know that's why everybody's last name should be mishra <laughs> yeah little bit of papa little bit of punya so if you are a mishra then you are in bhuloka you know you are in bhuloka then if you have mostly papa then what happens you are in some other adhama loka you know the what is that there are seven other things you know atala vitala sutala ಧರಾತಲ ರಸಾತಲ ಮಹಾತಲ ಪಾತಾಲ ಎನಿ ಆಫ್ ದೋಸ್ ಪ್ಲೇಸಸ್ ದ ಜೀವ ಇಸ್ ಬಾರ್ನ್ ಇಟ್ ಇಸ್ ಯುನೋ ಪಾಪ ಪ್ರಿಡಾಮಿನೆಂಟ್ ಆರ್ ಈವನ್ ಹಿಯರ್ ಇಟ್ ಮೇ ಬಿ ಬಾರ್ನ್ ಇನ್ ಟರ್ಮ್ಸ್ ಆಫ್ ಆನಿಮಲ್ ಲೈಫ್ ಎಕ್ಸೆಟ್ರಾ ಅಂಡ್ ದೆನ್ ಇಫ್ ಯುವರ್ ಪುಣ್ಯ ವಿಶೇಷ ಪುಣ್ಯ ಪ್ರಿಡಾಮಿನೆಂಟ್ ದೆನ್ ಅಗೇನ್ ದ ಅರ್ತ್ ಇಸ್ ನಾಟ್ ಫಾರ್ ಯು ಮೋಸ್ಟ್ಲಿ ಪುಣ್ಯ ಮೀನ್ಸ್ ವೇರ್ ವಿಲ್ ಯು ಗೋ yeah we will go to not just sarga we will go to various levels we have seven up yeah yeah bhuvu bhuvaha subaha mahaha janaha tapaha satyam satyam is brahma loka yeah oh i want to go there yeah fine go there we'll come back <laughs> no but i have this spiritual romanticism i want to go to brahma loka sit right next to brahma ji like a selfie you know yeah selfie with brahma ji is not easy because he has four faces in four directions you have to go like ah all four faces you have to be next to you have to go around yeah and he should be in the mood no no what i want is brahma ji do what happens in brahma loka you are sitting on cloud 9 and you are listening to shastra 
Oh, what did Brahmaji teaching? I would love to listen to Celestial Shastra. Well, right now the text that is going on is Dosha Parihara. <laughs> and when sitting in front of Brahmaji, you get depressed. Ayo, there also that was being taught. When I was in Bhuloka, this text was being taught. Why didn't, why didn't I learn? You know? So, this is some kind of a spiritual romanticism because even in Brahmaloka, if you don't get the teaching, but Brahmaji is the best teacher, right? Yes. But how come I, I won't be taught? Because the teaching is not based so much on the teacher as much as on you. It's all about you in Vedanta. Yeah. So, it is, you know, it's, a, it's not fair at all. Because if you gain the knowledge, who gets the credit? Guru. Yeah, it's not your problem. If you don't gain the knowledge, whose problem it is? Your own problem. Yeah, the Guru is just washes off the hands. Adhikari, Adhikaritva was not there. So one has to qualify, etc. So, Brahmaji may be the best teacher in all the lokas. But, you know, if the Adhikaritva is not there, and if you have just done lot of punya karma and then you know and to go to brahma loka is not easy you have to you know meditate for 12 hours a day and then the other 12 hours you have to be doing yajna yeah when do i sleep when do i eat don't ask questions just do this if you want to go this is called jnana jnana here is meditation karma samudaya jnana karma samuchaya you know so the together jnana and karma you know, this meditation and karma, Jnana here is not Vedanta. There is no Vedanta here. So it somehow propels you to Brahmaloka. But if the mind is not calmed down enough to gain the knowledge, you know, this say Vapas Aiga. Yes. Right, exactly. Or Brahmaji may be having a celestial cowshed. To take, sit there and take care of Kamadhenu and people, you know, cows like that. That's why in the Bhagavad Gita it doesn't mince words. Lord Krishna says, Abrahma Bhuvanal Loka, Punaravatino Arjuna, Mahupetu to Kaunte, Punar Janmana Vidyate. If you gain me as yourself here and now, there is no coming back. Even if you go to any of these, you know, because people are fond of cruises. And they, you know, they are telling me also, you know, uh, we are going to Bahamas, why don't we have a cruise, you know, Vedanta cruise. Yeah. I said that's your ruse, there is no cruise. Yeah. So, these are, you know, there is some kind of a wanderlust. And you know, now at least, that one, now I, I think we are in a better situation now, because the wanderlust can be, you know, somehow satiated by booking some holiday somewhere and you know, seeing some places and having fun and coming back and then okay, okay, now I'm ready to study, I have been there, done that. And the wanderlust, you know, you can, if you really do some analysis, so some kind of a, you know, ikshanam, uh, you know, you introspect, you know, deeply into this, uh, you do a pariksha, then what do you see? You know, wanderlust means wherever you go, you know, either there are mountains, or there is ocean or some body of water, or there is snow, or there are trees, or a combo thereof. There no other yeah. It's all a holiday. Holiday means what? That's what it is. Some mountains are there, ha, ah, you know, and then some water is there, ooh. 
some trees are there, aha. And so many things. And so this whole thing of going somewhere is just, you know, it is, you know, sorry to dampen your holiday plan. But uh, you think we are having the class in January, because by this time it's all over, all the holidays are over. But this whole thing of going somewhere and then doing something, it's just a, it's just that centered on the same insecurity and the feeling that wherever I'm here, I'm in a rut. I don't have this, I need some insights, I need this, I need that, you know, that kind of a feeling. So this wanderlust and going here, going there, all this, you know, uh, in the olden days, poor things, they had no planes, no trains, nothing. So they, they could only go in the imagination. So then they read the first portion of the Veda, Svarga is like this, Indra Loka is like this, you know, Deva Loka is like this, Hitra Loka is like this, all these descriptions are there, big descriptions. In Indra Loka, crows are white in color. Oh, I'd love to see a white crow. <laughs> yeah. you know. And not only that, they have teeth. Yeah. Crows have teeth in, 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 in Svarga. Like this, all these things are there. And in those days, they had no other, uh, you know, they had no local way to go other than some Tirtha Yatras and Tirtha Yatras were not easy. You know, to come back alive was not a, you know, was always a surprise. That's why when they went to, from uh, Rameshwaram, they went all the way to Kashi and came back, you know, and they saw the Ganga and came back. They would do some kind of Ganga, you know, Utsava. They would feed people, do Anadhanam and declare, I have come back in one piece because <laughs> that was, that was, you know, not guaranteed. So then, you know, there was, there was, for the people, since the Vedas were so descriptive and evocative, it, it uh, you know, the, these lokas, I have always wondered why they are all these lokas. They fulfill the, uh, you know, very important gap for this wanderlust. So then you can say, okay, let me do some good karma and let me see the crow with teeth. You know, this, this becomes a whole lifelong project. But Veda is not bothered because in the process one has gained so much punya and one has become so dharmic that the, the effect, the reason, the purpose of the Veda is already fulfilled. So this is, you know, uh, this is this is what the whole thing is. Um, and then, you know, uh, uh, th therefore, going somewhere and, and trying to gain this, uh, uh, whatever, some, some kind of a effect, is is, uh, is very difficult even for Vedanta. So therefore, you know, right here, you know, we are free. That is why we have something called Jeevan Mukti. More we shall see tomorrow. We'll finish this tomorrow and uh, start the tenth one, and uh, we can, you know, then we'll continue with it. Purnasya Purnavagaya Purnaveva Vashishyate Om Shanti 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 Hari Om Sri Yodhya Hari Om